you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. So uh, I believe everybody's going to embrace that um, opportunity and embrace that challenge of trying to become one of the better team, uh, one of the better D-line um, and, and better defenses. But um, once again, it's on paper. You just got to go make it happen now. Damashek football program available on iTunes and at davedamashek.nfl.com. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Hi and hello, football fans. Welcome to the Dave Damashek football program presented by me. Undies, go get some. Treat your tuchus right. You should. You should. Those are great uh, underwear. I, I love them. Whoa! Coming out of the gate, firing, <laughs> advocating for me. Undies, that is yes. the voice of one of the best pass rushers in all of pro football. And dare I say, our pal, you just heard his voice from way back in 2011. He had just become a Seattle Seahawk all these years later. Before, it, cha- before being a champion. That's it, yeah. No longer <laughs> in the champ. theoretical, no longer on paper. Now, in fact, indeed as well. It's number 56 from the Seattle Seahawks, Cliff Avril. What's the poop, fella? <laughs> Nothing much, man. How you doing? What a pleasure to see you once again. Hey, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, I saw you on Monday night at NFL Network. You and me sat there. We kibitzed about the uh, latest batch of uh, players that made the top 100 list on NFL Network. Your name is upcoming, yes or no? I hope so. Finally, I hope so. I, I believe I should be on. But, I mean, I've, I felt like I should have been on there a few times. You've never made it. Never made it. Is that true? In nine years, nine seasons. That's outrageous. I didn't know that, as a matter of fact. You should have done, You should have made a whole thing on the show on Monday night. Like, wait, well, I'm, I know. I'm not talking until my name shows up. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, you know, hopefully this year, hopefully this is the year. Hopefully we'll, we'll, we'll get, get that name across the screen. Top 50, maybe. I don't know. Now, you're a Purdue Boilermaker. We've yes, talked about it. I think it is pretty neat, though, as a matter of fact, that uh, you didn't uh, you didn't jump the gun. You didn't uh, you didn't shoot your mouth off about, like, look out, NFL, because the Seahawks <laughs> are going to dominate. You yeah. said, no, we have to do it, and then we'll talk. 
well, now we can talk. You have you. I think it's fair to say, in over the last uh, half dozen or so years, the Seahawks did in fact become the era's best defense. True. Yeah, no, we've done some great things in the past for sure. Um, last year actually was a, a little slump, I guess, in the sense of, of how we played on defense. But we've done some great things since I've been there, and, and I'm glad to be a part of it. We have some great players. It's, uh, it, we've done some good things. <laughs> Two things um, about uh, the great Seahawks defense as we sit here in between 2016 and the uh, kickoff of 2017. First thing, I have the Jenga theory. In the 21st century, every NFL team is going to have injuries, whether you like it or not. Mm -hmm. The question is, are you going to lose the wrong guy? Because if you lose the wrong guy, and it's hard to it's hard to suss out who that guy is. Because I said you don't know who that guy is until it happens. Well, Michael Bennett's had to sit down. He's a dominant pass rusher, of course. You've uh, you've sat down a little bit. Some of the linebackers have guys that, but Earl Thomas goes out. Yeah, and then that was it. All of a sudden, <laughs> and then you go up to Green Bay and the and the Packers whip you, and you have the Packers number usually too. They that was that was worrisome, and yeah. you know you had a you had a good year, mm-hmm. but by the Seahawks standards, a little bit uh, not as great as you would have hoped, right? Stat-wise, not as great as you would hope. I mean, we still won ten games. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you know, obviously, it's it's not as great of, of performance over, over the season, uh, you know, so up and down. It's a roller coaster year. We lose uh, Earl, which obviously, you know, he's one of the best safeties in the game, my personal opinion, as far as for how, how, how he can cover ground, tackling, all these different things. So, you know, you put somebody else back there, and, and not to say they're not good, but it's hard to replace Earl. You know, it's just it is what it is. You know, he's been doing it for so long in that, in that scheme. And you lose Earl and, and you know, kind of goes downhill a little bit. I know, but, I, I mean, I would go one step further, near impossible, because you, you Earl Thomas comes out in the great gem, Jenga game of the Seahawks <laughs> defense, and I wouldn't say you guys imploded, but you, you mean, you were palpably a different team out there and not sure. as stout defensively. For sure. For what, sure. What, what, what was that? First of all, let's go back to what it was like in the locker room. So he breaks his leg. It's sad. It's hard to watch, as it always is. Yeah. He then says, "That might be it for me. I don't. I. I, I might be done." <laughs> what is it, it? It seems like it's in being in a relationship. If, if a girl <laughs> says, "Like, I don't. You know, I don't, maybe we need a little bit of a break." Like. You don't want to press the issue. You yeah, don't want to be yeah, like, yeah. no, 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 we got to keep yeah, going. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. don't do that because then you're definitely – what do you do? Do you call him? Do you say to him, like, come on, Earl? So this is how the whole scenario played out for me. So, we're, you know, he breaks his leg in, in the game, and Marshawn shows up on our sideline. And he said he shows up because he sees – Marshawn who? Marshawn Lynch. Oh, the, okay. Yeah, the, right. the Marshawn Lynch. I got you. I got you. Okay. <laughs> he shows up on the sideline. And he's like, I had to come to the game because Earl just tweeted that he's retiring. And I'm like, he just broke his leg like literally five minutes ago, you know. So we're like, uh, there's no way. I'm like, Marshawn, you're whatever. You know, you're playing. Then we get in the locker room and everybody's phone is blowing up. Earl Thomas, you know, says he might retire and all these different things. And he's still in the locker room at this time. So, you know, I walk over to him, just check on him, see how he's doing. And obviously, I'm thinking it's like one of those emotional tweets, you know, because mm-hmm. he's so young, you know. So I'm like, uh, you know, he's in his feelings. So I'm not going to mention it. I'm just checking on to see how he's doing. And then, like three days later, I'm like, so what's this crap I hear about? You retired. Yeah, three days was a good waiting period. <laughs> you don't want to press it the next uh, morning. You no, know, you definitely – next morning is still, you know, a uh, mm-hmm. uh, sensitive subject, so you don't want to talk about it. But uh, a few days later, I definitely call, text him like, hey, man, what's – like, how you feeling? Like, what's – like – what is this mess that everybody? That was all. That was about? all. That wasn't you. Yeah, no, that was about that. somebody else. Somebody else must have tweeted that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he, he was hacked.
act <laughs> per se. You know, how most people say <laughs> that's right. Yeah, um, but um, you know, I'm just glad he's back, man. I'm just glad. You know, obviously, you go through these these things. You're you're emotional at the time. That's probably why you shouldn't pick up your phone when you're going through stuff like that. And um, but you know, I'm glad to see he's he's back moving around. He's 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 almost there, and and we definitely need him if we want to make that run. I well, I mean, it, it would seem based on the evidence that we had on the second half of 2016 that you do really need him back there. But it's weird. I don't know if you heard, but uh, over the last month or so, I don't know <laughs> what's this jazz about uh, about Richard Sherman. We're going to trade him. Where did this come from? How did you? First of all, let's start there. How do you? How do you find out as a key member of that defense? Wait, who's talking about trading what? So <laughs> I've seen it across the ticker. You know, you see it on Instagram, Twitter, and I'm like, yeah, whatever. This is just getting blown out of proportion. It's, it's kind of a dead period. So I'm like, yeah, they're just trying to find things to talk about, you know. So I don't, I don't speak on it. Then uh, it kind of died down for probably a couple of weeks and then came back up. And I'm like – this is when they talked about him going to the Patriots. So I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> now I got to tweet and I got to text him, see what's going on, you know. And he's just like, you know, I, I it's all, you know, um, some BS basically. And I'm like, okay, well, that's good to know. Then I talked to some other players and they're like, I think this might be real. So at this point I'm like, do I go back and ask him about the question again or do I just let it play itself out? Uh, but I'm just glad that, that you know, it's kind of died down and uh, I'm ready to, to make a run with these guys and, Hopefully, Sherm is a part of this run. <laughs> I mean, listen. We definitely need him. That He's one of those pieces as well, all right? He's one of those pieces that you need uh, uh, as far as for the whole Jenga concept, that you need him because Earl's coming off of injury, Cam's coming off surgery, you know, and Deshaun Shedd's coming off of uh, ACL. So, you're going to trade – the what hel- is the I, healthiest guy? You're gonna trade the healthiest guy? I don't. I don't. I listen. I I don't. Uh, probably uh, Mr. Carroll and uh, and Schneider are listening. So choose your words carefully. No, they they may not be though. So let's assume they aren't. What I mean, what what, what would make this happen? Why would they even? Why would they? Is this? Do but you who, surmise but, that this is a message to the team because people floated that out outside the building? Have floated that this is a message to everyone. No one is uh, is safe. You know, you all have to earn it it's every the year. NFL. Kind of I mean, you be you be a dummy to think you are safe at any point. Like you know, because they're drafting guys left and right. They drafted it. They drafted a defensive end every year since I've been there. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> so so you be an idiot not to think that you know uh, to to take it for granted that you know you're bigger than the team or whatever the case may be. But um, you know. I, I don't I don't I don't see this happening. It's just hard for me to see it happening. It's hard for me to 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 believe that they would let one of the best corners in the game go right now. And that's the and that's the opinion. I know he's your teammate. It's, it's so what are you going to say? Your opinion is that Richard Sherman deserves because he is a, you know, he's one of those guys that people like to debate. We did see in the past year, year and a half, we did see him to the to the maybe in response to the cynics out there or otherwise or just for practical football reasons. Hey, sure, we're going to move you around. We're not yeah, just going to yeah. leave you over there on that one side. Yeah. Does that prove something to you? Did you care? Is that something that is I, relevant to the rest of the team to prove himself? Midseason, I have way too much going on to hmm. be worried about if Sherm's playing both sides. As long as Sherm's on the field, I'm happy. Hmm. All right. But um, Sherm is uh, like the perception uh, that, that people have of Sherm outside of the locker room is completely different from who he really is. You know I mean, so we know who Sherm is, we understand who Sherm is. Then you start hearing all this other stuff, so you kind of gotta, you gotta gotta block all that out. And and Sherman's an awesome teammate, heck of a football, a heck of a football player. I don't see him going anywhere. 
And that's just to wrap up on on Sherman. My opinion. I, th- I think the outside opinion of him is, I think most people would say, outside of some you know some loons who are looking to take <laughs> shots at uh, at pro football players, but a lot of those. I well, they're, they're, <laughs> it is weird to me how random people. Oh man, like to do that. It's it's, it's easy to do it when you're behind the, your phone or you know a computer screen. It's, I, well, you can do it to potbelly Jew like me. There's not much danger, <laughs> but doing it to football guys. What are you thinking doing that? Yeah. They're, they're, they're not they're not thinking that's what that is Richard Sherman though the outside opinion I think probably among most sensible people is that he's you know, he's a smart guy he's super outspoken he's brash he's a trash talker all true out there we were we were watching that I is, is he a guy who mouths all uh, through the game through the game yeah you t- but who doesn't you know what I'm saying so like it's like it's one uh, other than me but because <laughs> you're classy that's why <laughs> who doesn't though like it, it's I mean sometimes that's what you have to do to get yourself in that mental headspace of being able to play this game of football it's just what it is you know so some guys talk trash I mean Mike B is is a trash talker I mean it's just certain people that are trash talkers because that's what gets them into their game that's that's how they're able to be you know uh Great players. So, you know, Sherm talking trash doesn't mean anything. Actually, Sherm, there's been numerous times during the season, me, he's had to stop me from going off. So, I mean, that's that's just the dynamic of the team. That's just the dynamic of of players in general. You know, there's just guys that have to talk trash, have to to be outspoken to get them in that mental headspace. What about we see it? Because, I mean, I think the Seattle philosophy, and and I am intrigued by the fact that, you know, 15, 20 years ago, just from X's and O's and and even beyond that, uh, the way you comport yourself in the locker room, there's a there, there are differences around the NFL. I mean, you go you go from Detroit out to Seattle. We were talking about that on Monday night when we were sitting around. It's funny to me that the teams that are sort of more I don't I, I don't know how to put it open minded. I guess is one way to to put it. It certainly feels like Seattle mm-hmm. sort of started that trend. The hey, be you. You know, isn't that the Pete Carroll thing? Is sure. it more than any other team, or at least you guys started that sort of thing? We're not going to come down on you as an organization. I think, I think, I think so, honestly, because that 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 was the biggest adjustment for me. Um, you know, through your 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 college years, through you know, if you're with certain programs. It's more of a militant type of, oh, we have to be hard on these guys so they can play, you know, a certain way and kind of make them afraid in a sense. And it's like, okay, I mean, that's probably worked in the past. But Coach Carroll has the, the a different approach. It's like, okay, he allows guys to be themselves within being able to play the game. Like whatever it takes for you to be ready on Sundays, he allows you to do that. But obviously, you know, he's not going to let you compromise bringing, you know, the rookies down or anything like that or teaching them the wrong things. But whatever it is – that um, whoever you are, he lets you uh, he lets you kind of go out and do that. And once you cross those lines, as long as you're able to turn it on and and do your job, you're all right. So there's a, so there is a line at least. Pete Carroll I mean, has yeah, some. I mean, myth. You're, you're not like go Marshawn Lynch. You have to wear pants in the football game. Come on, man. <laughs> like there's I mean, some. Well, that that I mean that's the NFL that's going right. to Oh, Carroll okay. Carroll would be cool. But, with that. but if if that's what makes you play better, hey, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't, if you don't want to wear pants during the game, and the NFL allows it, hey, Marshawn, go for it. That's an interesting strategy, actually, because I bet there would be some guys in the league be like, "No, you just go ahead. I'm yeah, not even yeah, going to yeah. tackle you. I'm not even tackling you, bro. I'm not even tackling you." So, um, but so, but the other side of that is, and we have seen it. I don't know if it actually causes any strife behind closed doors or anything, but we have seen some of the Legion of Boom guys 
John on the field during things and literally pointing fingers. Does that then carry over after the game? Is that in the week that you talk about, hey, no more of this stuff, fellas? I think I think that's a part of, you know, what Coach Carroll's created in the sense of, you know, allowing guys to be able to voice their opinions, right? Now, is there a time and place for everything? Yes. But I also think that, you know, that makes you stronger as a team because people aren't afraid to call uh, the other person out. Hmm. You know, um, now, don't get disrespectful with it, you know, but if you're calling another player out because you're going to go to the back for him, so you need him to do the same, you know. So I don't, I don't have a problem with it because if someone calls me out, I'm going to feel some kind of way about it, and I, I probably need to up my game to, to match theirs or whatever. Now, if you're disrespectful, then maybe a brawl breaks out. <laughs> oh, I have so many questions about that Seattle <laughs> locker room. Real quick, I want to mention something. Over undies, and uh, you are the subject of it, or at least part of it, Cliff Averill, and All that right. great Seahawks defense. Over undies, today's question, you tell me over or under. Cliff Averill, you led your team in sacks last year, 11 and a half. Yeah. Over undie, 39 and a half. How many sacks did the entire Seahawks team get in 2016? Over or undie, 39.5? Oh, over, over. Outside of mine or? Total. Oh, over. Over, that's correct. Yeah. You got that right. See, look who knows uh, knew who knows his <laughs> team, not just his own numbers. 42 sacks. Yeah. Michael Bennett. Oh, before we talk Michael Bennett and the, and the other guys, I want to say, because I told you I was going to say it, and I'm going to say it now. Yeah. Cliff Averill doesn't go out in Super Bowl 49. The Seahawks <laughs> win that Super Bowl. True or false? Uh, the stats say so. The stats definitely say You were heating up TB there a little bit. You guys were getting to we him, were, and we then you on, went out. We were on him. They had, they had to single block me and Mike Bennett, and then once I went out, they doubled Mike, and it kind of slowed everything else, gave him time to, to throw the ball. So I'd like to say that I, I was the piece, but we'll never know. <laughs> well, I want you to say it, though. I want you to, I, because you know what? The, the numbers say so. The numbers say that if I I was in the game, at least up to that point while I was in the game, Tom wasn't doing much, and then afterwards he went off. So the numbers say that that's the case, and, you know, that, that, that that's a good thing, I guess, in a sense, for me. <laughs> The numbers say it, and now so too does Dave Damashek. I appreciate. So, I mean, that. I don't, you know, I don't know what else you need. You know. <laughs> I appreciate. If you want me to place a call to whoever needs to, who needs John to hear Snyder, me. John, John Snyder, Snyder and, and Coach Carroll, place a call to those hey. guys. Let them know, hey, if this guy isn't in the game, okay, John, if he, <laughs> if this guy, get uh, MVP. Let's, uh, let's get one of those guys on the line if we can in the next few minutes. Uh, while we wait for that, though. Um, yeah, I you know I, I really do believe that Michael Bennett is one of the most fascinating guys. He and his brother, Hilarious. who is the fu- is he the funniest guy on the Seahawks? You're a funny guy. It seems like Richard Sherman has a I'm sense actually, of humor. I'm actually the quiet guy. Really? Yeah, I'm actually the quiet guy. I think uh, might be because I'm around him. If we're in the workplace eight hours, I'm around him probably seven and and a half hours. Like we're together pretty much the whole uh, whole practice or whole whole day and. It's nonstop comedy. You know what I mean? Just some of the – I just sit there like, you really just said that to the head coach or you just said that to – you know, so – but that's just who he is. Um, as far as for funniest, uh, yeah, I have to give it to him because he, he has no filter and he, he – He's an awesome teammate. He doesn't mean he doesn't mean any harm, but you know sometimes he. I'm like Mike. Shut up. Is the key to the Seahawks that uh, it feels to me this era is that 
every, almost everybody on that roster, you're one of the few guys. I mean, a third round pick. It's not at least it's not six round pick. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like almost every guy on that team who's relevant is is like. Do you ever talk about the fact that you guys sort of are a 21st century version of the 70s Oakland Raiders? Like mm, uh, people taking off the scrap heap. Yeah, no one yeah. wanted us, and you all have rallied around this uh, this same chip on the show. You all. It's not one guy. It's the whole team has chip on the shoulder. Right? Everybody has. And you know what? I think that's kind of done by Coach Carroll because if you even watch the draft process this past uh, year, they gave up the first round draft pick to get more later draft picks. You know, so it's like, okay, we're going to make this happen because we're going to, you know, these guys are going to have a chip on their shoulder. Kind of, I guess that's kind of their, their thought process. But of course, I mean, you got Mike Bennett who wasn't drafted, Sherm, fifth round, you know, Doug not drafted, all these different guys. I think Earl's the only first rounder. Mm-hmm. And then Bobby's like a second rounder. Everybody else is late rounders, you know. So I think everybody definitely has a chip on their shoulder and everybody feels like they have something to prove. Speaking of those chips, I, since everybody has them on their shoulder, just try your best to keep them away from Eddie Lacy. <laughs> because I, I, I'm saying for your sake. I wanna, uh, for his sake. Well, and, but for the team overall, no chips this year. Right? Yeah, no chips. No chips this year. He definitely uh, he, de- he definitely should stay away from him. From, from my understanding, I haven't even met him yet. <laughs> but from my understanding, they say he needs to stay away from him. And, and it's going to cost him a couple dollars if he doesn't, I guess. Does, <laughs> oh, has that already been so, laid down? S- supposedly. Let's uh, see if we can get a sponsor for the whole Seahawks with a chip company. If, if it were up to you, Cliff. <laughs> what chip would it be? What's what, the best chip? What is the best chip? Uh, Suns. Uh, what is it called? Don't uh, say Sun Chips. Sun Chips. Yeah. Sun Chips. They're like a healthy, good chip to me. Oh, I see. You're one of these people who likes to survive, not live. <laughs> I like to live. You see, that's I why like, I'll go I like, Pringle. I like. I like uh, well, Pringles are good. Once you start, uh, once you start, you can't stop. But um, yeah, I'm more of a Sun Chip. I mean, I have kids, man. I have to teach them the right way. I so see. I get stuck eating all the healthy stuff. I have kids too, but I don't care. <laughs> they make their own I'm gonna eat my Pringles. Well, I kind of don't do my own grocery shopping. My wife does. It. So, see. hey, whatever's in the house and I'm hungry, I got to eat it. Did you guys have fun in L.A.? I saw you guys running around. Uh, you were running off on Monday night to go eat sushi. Yes, yes. yes we had a great time. Uh, you know, it's, it's actually our anniversary tomorrow. Whoa. So I hope you got something planned for us. But um, uh, <laughs> 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 I, I did my part. I got us out here. Hey. Oh, you? Okay. I was going to say, like, that's that's not how anniversaries work exactly. Like, it's a two. Yeah, you know. it is. But I did, like I said, I did my part. Even, even though we spent most of the day up here, she's like, all right. So we'll see. We'll see. But now I brought, it's, it's hey, hey, I brought you to SoCal, hun. <laughs> Where's my gift? Exactly. Um, let's talk about uh, life, you know, because we don't just talk about the game of football. Oh, we right. also delve into the game of life. What is Cliff Aver on your life resume? As a for instance, I have on mine my number one. I like. I'm a top. 10 or 15 of people I've ever known at work in the remote control. <laughs> any, let me tell you something. In the hotel, you know, people like to be proud of that. Oh, let me have the room. No, no, no. I'll, I'll have I, I got this. It, when I'm in the hotel, brand new remote. Never seen it before. <laughs> Three minutes after I have, I don't even need to look at it. What do you want? What do you want on it? Channel 200. Last channel. Oh, previous channel. Mom, mom. You know, I got that. I'm the best order of food bar none that I've ever known. Never been I, – I I've never met my equal going into restaurants ordering food. That's my number one skill in life. What's yours? Number one skill? Okay, so I really feel like I'm the best dad. But outside of uh, – It's a pretty good one to have. Yeah, I think I'm the best dad. But outside I witnessed of, it. You talking on the phone. You're about to be on TV, and you're like, did you – you, you got your jammies on there? Yeah. I, I said, watch you do that. So exactly. No, hey, he, they come first. But outside of that um, – I'm definitely the best driver in our family. Oh. Uh, 
yeah, I, I don't allow my wife to drive me around <laughs> anywhere. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, I trust her with the kids, but as far as for all, the whole family, I'm definitely the best driver in the household. That's a good one to have. Now let me throw this uh, mind bender at you about things that are almost universally true for people. I'm going to give you four things. Mm-hmm. You tell me. You can have whichever one you put in first position. You can have whenever you want for the rest of your life. Mm. Second position, once every three weeks. Third position, once every three months. Fourth one, you never get to have it again. Whoa! Here we go. All right. TV, sex, pizza, booze. Go. Shoot. TV, sex, pizza, booze. TV, sex, pizza, booze. Okay, so we got to go with uh, every day. The first one's every day, right? Yeah. Every day, TV. <laughs> look at how you look out of the corner of your eye at your wife. Because she's staring at me. She's like you. She's the same as you. She's like, we have, a, we have all these kids. It's enough already. What do you mean every day? Don't... Okay. Wait, wait, what's the second one? I'm with uh, you on how, TV. How, how often is, is the second one? Uh, every three weeks. Once every three weeks. Shoot. That's a stretch. Yeah, TV, sex. Okay. Uh, well, how, how you have it? Uh, booze and then pizza, actually, because I don't even eat pizza. So Don't eat pizza. Not often. Not often. All right. Now you're never eating it again. Okay. <laughs> Goodbye, pizza. You and Cliff Averill had a good run. Yeah. Now what's up with the number 56 already? I, I told oh, yeah, you that, yeah, too. Yeah. I, don't, I don't care for it. I'm, I, 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 no jive. That's my rule here. That's the policy <laughs> in Studio 66, and it applies here. Fifth, for all your great deeds, you're one of the great pass rushers of the generation, but 56 leaves me underwhelmed. So I was 92 uh, in That's Detroit. a better number. I was also the 92nd pick. That's why I wore it. Oh. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. So I, I, I like 92, but when I got to Detroit, uh, when I got to Seattle, Meebang, who was, you know, the longest tenure player there at the time. He, he likes was, chips, too. He loves chips. <laughs> and um, so I, tr- I actually tried to buy it from him, but he wasn't giving it up. And so the only option were, like, 93. I didn't like that number. Um and 56. And I also was kind of, you know, the tweener at the time. So there was like they could play me at linebacker. They could play me at defensive end. So I just went 56. I guess it's, it's LT. It's so, it's, I mean, the real yeah, the first I mean, LT. The real LT, exactly. So I, I'll take it. <laughs> All right. I had so many other things I wanted to talk with Shoot. you about. But you know what? Well, now you got to go do your fancy TV uh, show uh, now yeah, on yeah, the yeah, NFL yeah. Network. Yeah. <laughs> Let's kibitz, though, before the season starts or during the season. Let's All right? We it. should kibitz because I have a lot of other things to talk to you about. We had a good uh, legitimate conversation about that there are a lot of NFL quarterbacks now making in the range of $20 million, Over but the conundrum paid. is – Right, but there are only five to seven guys who are actually worth compromising the overall yeah. roster for $20 million. It's a fascinating conundrum. Like we were talking about the – Joe Flacco, you have to pay him, but is he a $20 million guy? Yeah. I mean, the market is what the market is. You can't, you can't, you can't fault the guys, but if, it's, if it, it jeopardizes, I think, the team from being good – then I think you probably should, you know, kind of take somewhat of a pay cut to at least get some protection up front, or you're not going to see the whole contract anyways. So I, I think, you know, the market is what it is. You you kind of, you know, as, as, as any free agent, you're always going to want the most at the time. But like I said, I'll never have that problem because I'll never be making the top at the, the, the chain. So to make – Well, is Schneider on the phone yet? No. All right, well. Come on, Schneitz. Come on, man. I'm trying to. Oh, <laughs> when he calls, uh, believe me, that number's going up. Let's but. do it. Let's All do right, it. All right, Cliff Aver, what a pleasure to see you once again. And I've decided we are going to add him to the Oh, you man, know, I appreciate all of that. Fame. However, <laughs> one asterisk, I'm not going to do 56. I'm going to do 92 in the Seahawks jersey. How about that? I'll take it. I'll take it, even though I won a Super Bowl in 56. 
Okay, I'll think about it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna think. You make a compelling <laughs> argument. All right, the great, the great uh, Cliff Averill, everybody, go thank ahead, you, you. get out of here, and uh, there he goes, Cliff Averill. He's gonna go do some fancy television stuff right now. Have a great time, man. A star on the rise when he gets done with pro football. I suspect you'll hear him doing more of what uh, we just did here, namely flapping his gums about other guys playing football. There he goes. Cliff Averill going behind the glass now. Let's get it over to sideline reporter Savvy, who's standing by with Cliff Averill. How did it go in there? It went great. It went well. Uh, had fun. He asked a lot of crazy questions, but, uh, you know, we had fun with it. You know, you've been a part of a lot of fun experiences, like winning the Super Bowl, becoming a dad. How does being on DDFP, <laughs> how does that rank in your fun experiences? Top like? 10 of uh, the best things I've ever done. I love it. And... <laughs> You say that your best resume in your life is being a dad. What's your best dad skill? Best dad skill is putting the kids in the shower at night. That's about as far as it goes for me. Uh, the wife gets all the credit for everything else. But putting the kids in, uh, putting the kids in the shower, putting them to sleep, and driving them to school. I like it. That's from Sideline Savvy with Cliff Averill. Back to you, Dave. Good stuff, sideline reporter Savvy and Cliff Averill. And from Averill now, we jump to the matter at hand, the one that came up on Monday night's uh, Top 100 show. Phillip Rivers, disrespect, I say. 900 football players voting on this, and they say Phillip Rivers is only the 73rd best player. What's worse, what's more damning, in my opinion, is as it stands, there are 14 quarterbacks ranked ahead of Phillip Rivers here to talk with us about it. He tweeted us during the show on Monday night, and he said, borderline Hall of Famer. He's a certified Hall of Famer. This is a guy who's a pro bowler himself. He led the league in interceptions. The Vandy guy. It's Casey Hayward. What's happening, man? Uh, what's up, my guy? How you doing, Dave? Well, listen, I'm getting by. I'm getting by, and I want to make it clear before anything else. I appreciate you sticking up for 17 there, but for the record, I was my, my. I want to make it clear. I said borderline Hall of Famer as of this moment, but by the end of 2017, the way you guys are looking, I think he's going to have a monster year. I think the whole team's going to have a monster year. You did and say that. He will be beyond that. reproach, right? You did say that. You, I, I, I. I heard that, but still, it's it's kind of crazy to be borderline now with his numbers. His numbers are crazy. Mm-hmm. Is, is is Warren Moon a Hall of Famer? He is. Is Dan Fox a Hall of Famer? He is. Jim Kelly a Hall of Famer? Yes. Look at field numbers. I think field numbers are better than all those guys, and that's not saying nothing about those guys. Because those guys are Hall of Famers. They those guys put in a lot of work. But you know, I just look at field numbers and. Even though he doesn't have a ring right now, all his numbers are very similar, if not better than a lot of guys that's in there or that should be in there. Well, I agree with you. And, you know, a lot of people will say, how does he compare with his peers in, in this generation? So let me roll this by you here. And okay. we, we, can, we can debate where he ranks in this group. But let's just say here's the top 10 as it stands in my book. And, you know, we okay. can debate the order. But Tom Brady... Aaron Rodgers, Cam Newton, Ben Roethlisberger, Drew Brees. So far, those guys are all uh, destined to wind up in the Hall of Fame. Russell so, Wilson. Can I ask you something? Can I ask you something? You may. Why is Cam? Why is Cam and Russell already locked? Well, I you know I and, think and 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 Philip is not. That's the, that's the question. I'm not saying that they're not locked, but why are they locked and still is not? Oh no no no. 
Don't get me wrong. Neither is a lock right now. Neither guy's a lock, but they're tracking in that direction at a relatively early point in their careers. Cam Newton won Super Bowl appearance, won MVP award. I think he's looking good. The two early appearances in the Super Bowl for Russell Wilson. They're they're not locks, but I'm saying if we're going to just try to measure Phil Rivers in the here and now against the – I think these guys Uh, are worthy at least. I I don't – no, 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 no. Russell has a – a Super Bowl, and Russell and Cam is, you know, on the way to be, you know, Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame quarterbacks. They keep playing at the level they're playing, you know. So don't get me wrong about their play. It's just hard to compare fourteen to six years. I agree, uh, but I'm a, I'm assessing it as of right now, and I think you can make a case that I think somebody could make a good argument that. Right now, I would I who would I rather have as my quarterback to start the 2017 season? I could see a case being made for, and I don't think I'd say, "Well, you're crazy to say that." If you say you'd rather have Andrew Luck or Matt Ryan, personally, oh yeah, I would, no doubt. Or okay, I could see I could see people you know opinions on that. Those those guys are younger. Those guys, you know. yeah, and well, and for that matter, Derek Carr. But here's where I get where where for me it gets a little crazy because again, fourteen guys are ahead of him. So let's say those nine names that we just went through are they belong on this list at least. Then here's where you get where it gets crazy. Here are ten names, at least five of which, well, five of which definitely have to show up on this list. And I really question if any of them are better than Phil Rivers. They are. Okay. Eli Manning. Matt Stafford. Well, let's go through it. Is Eli Manning, who would you rather have as your – well, I mean, you, you got to say Phil, but, I mean, Eli's got the two think, rings. Yeah, you go – but, you know, you look at numbers, Phil and him are very similar. Mm-hmm. I think Phil might have, you know, a better couple numbers, but they're very similar in numbers, and I'm pretty sure Eli's a lot Hall of Famer. I agree with that. There's Matt Stafford. Now here's where it starts getting crazy in my book. Matt Kirk, Stafford had a great year. Though. He had a very good year. But is he better than Phil? Kirk Cousins, Tyrod Taylor, Ryan Tannehill, Joe Flacco, Andy Dalton. Now here are three wild cards for you. Jameis, Marcus Mariota, and Dak, all young. They haven't done that much in the league. The point is, that's ten names. Five of those names are going to be ahead of Phil. I want to say, not to just curry favor with you, but because I believe it, Phil Rivers belongs ahead of all those ten names we just went through. Oh, I, I definitely, I definitely say he he definitely should be in that conversation. He, like I said, he's one of the best quarterbacks in, in this league. You go from elite quarterbacks, and then you got good quarterbacks. Then you got, you know, you got good elite, great, and good quarterbacks. And Phil is in that elite to great. You know, he's done so many good things around this league. And, you know, that's why I was like, oh, man, borderline is kind of crazy. It's not a borderline for me. When, I, when he's done so much and he's in the top ten in touchdowns, top ten in passing yards, top ten in passer rating in his career. So, mm-hmm. it's like, hey, you know, how can you – yeah. Casey, I, I – listen, I agree with what you're saying. And the one knock I would have against him, and I do think that – at quarterback, no other position really, but I do think it matters how you perform in January and early February. That's the one knock, but, you know, the asterisk I put next to Phil Rivers' name is the one thing to me is when that Chargers team was loaded, he got them 
to the AFC title game, but he had a bum knee, and he played through it anyway. LaDainian Tomlinson, the best offensive player, non-QB at least in the league at the time, had to sit out the majority of the game from a bum knee himself. I feel like that was his, his best chance to date at the Super Bowl. All that being said, like I started off with, I feel like the big reckoning for you guys and for Phil Rivers specifically is this season because, to, as far as I can tell, you guys are loaded for bear and you are going to take it out on the NFL for that crazy injury plague 2016. Yeah, uh, you know, I hope so. What do you make of – I mean, I, I, I'll go so far as to say I know everybody has kissed the Oakland Raiders into one of those top two seeds. Oh, this is the Super Bowl favorite even maybe out of the AFC. I feel like legitimately – you guys are going to take a real run at them in the West. And I guess the biggest obstacle, you know, health aside, is the move. Everybody keeps making a big deal. Oh, so look what happened with the Rams last year. It was so hard on them. Are you guys worried about the move two hours north? Uh, the move, I don't think the move is going to be too much for us. Uh, this this division is so hard. You know, one I think this is the best division in the, in the NFL. You got Oakland, Denver. You know, Denver just won it two years ago. Uh, Oakland's been playing well. Kansas City has, you know, won it last year. So, you know, it's it's hard to leave those guys out as well because they're bringing a lot of people back as well. So uh, I don't think the movie's going to hurt us. we got a veteran team, a lot of veteran guys, and we got young guys with a lot of experience as well. So I think it starts with the quarterback, and he's been here for 14 years, so he will go as he goes. Just listen to me as I praise what this roster now looks like. And and really, you paired up with uh, Jason Verrett. That's a nasty duo there for Amari Cooper, Michael Crabtree, and the rest of the NFL to contend with. Now you got Bosa heating up on one side and Melvin Ingram on the other. And then you bring back Keenan Allen from the injury. We hope he stays well. And uh, now you throw in Mike Williams and Hunter Henry and, and Melvin Gordon, and you still have Antonio Gates, and you have Travis Benjamin. You've revised that offensive line at a position when you, you needed to do it. I, I, I mean, I just don't see the weakness, and I'll do one more for you too. I think that 30,000-seat joint that you're going to be playing in, which a lot of people say, like, I don't know. Is that really an NFL stadium? I think that's going to be a virtue for you guys. I think it's going to be oh, loud man, and crazy. It's going to be dope. I think it's going to be dope. Kind of remind me of a small college type feel. And when it, when it's packed in a small college, trust me, I went to a small college. When it's packed in there, it's rocking. Yeah, I was so, going to say, how many seats were there in uh, Vandy Stadium? 45, 45. And you were there when that when Vandy, relatively speaking, was pretty good. So you know what it's yeah, like when a team's when it's on. Packed, when it's packed in something like that, it's, it's just a rocking, man. So I'm I'm excited for it. You know, I think I think we got a chance to be really good. Like you said, we got we got some a lot of targets on offense. You know, give Gage Phil, you know, some some more help up front. Gave him another big target on the outside. And Mike, you know, mm -hmm. it sounds good on paper. We just got to, you know, put it on the field. And that's what we plan to do. I think Coach Lynn, you know, he's instilled a lot into us already. We're working really hard. You know, it's all about staying healthy and going out there and competing at a high level. That's what it seems like to me. And the, the, I am not just saying this because I'm talking to you. The Chargers are my team. No, I know. I know. I heard you've been talking. I've been hearing you. <laughs> I've been hearing you. You've been giving us a lot of praise. You think, we, you think we're going to do really well? And I hope so. It's weird. I mean, I was like, what, does everybody remember why the Chargers uh, didn't have a great record last year? Because half the roster got hurt. It was like nothing I've ever seen watching pro yeah. football for my, my whole life. couple more things, yeah. Casey. Yeah. Before you come to L.A., 
What what area are you going to live in? Because I can help you out. I, I'd be happy uh, to take you around. I'm in the Coastal Mesa area right now oh. in Anaheim. Uh, I might stay by the beach. Just looking at three little locations right now. Haven't decided. So hopefully I decide in the next month. I think I'll probably the, go look this weekend. Yeah, the beach is the right way to go. That's a, you know, if you're in Southern California, may may as well be right near the water there. <laughs> right, you can't beat that. Um, and uh, the other thing is too, the, what what would really make it uh, really sing here is uh, is if you guys would wear the powder blue outfits. How about that? What do you think about that? I love the powder blue. That's my favorite jersey. That's How about the jersey? What about the black numbers on the side of the hat? That's even makes them even better. I haven't looked at it like that yet, but yeah. I love the powder blue. The powder blue is the dopest of the uniform. I was hoping that it could be our, our full-time jersey. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I agree. It, of course, it's right now. So. And, uh, and, you know, are you intrigued or do you care? I know, you know, you come across the country uh, or you start out uh, going up uh, from Vandy, go up to Green Bay and now down to Southern California. Are you intrigued at all sort of as a participant in this gathering uh, sort of who's going to win the hearts and minds of Southern California? Because the Raiders moving to Vegas eventually is going to be a player. There are a lot of Raiders fans in the area, but now yeah. the Chargers are sort of in. I, I love where you're going to be playing here. And then the Rams. Are, are you fascinated to see how that breaks? Nah, man, we're not worrying about, you know, the rounds right now. We kind of just worry about us. If we win, you know, we'll gain more fans, and that's what it's about. We win, we can kind of take over that area, you know. For the people who's not round fans in L.A., you know, we go out there and win. Hopefully they'll become um, the Charger fans, and that's what it's about, winning and gaining more fans. Well, uh, you know, obviously, as I've said now, uh, you know, I, I feel like you're going to day one, you already are going to have a leg up because this team is nothing short, in my opinion, of uh, a team that can make a real run at uh, at winding up in the Twin Cities, leaving Southern California so you can go play where it's minus six degrees in February. But Man, that's I a problem. Like, you. You'd be happy <laughs> to have that problem to worry I about. I agree with you. I agree with you. I can't complain. I, <laughs> I'm happy to be in Southern Cal right now. You know, <laughs> December, the December's and the November's and January is so much different here. Yeah, I, I <laughs> yeah, that's right. As long as you didn't uh, give away your parka like Eddie Lacy did a couple uh, last week when he had his uh, garage sale to move out. To oh, I've seen that. I, yeah, I've I, I, <laughs> I seen that. You know, he gave it to charity, though, so that was good for him. That was you know, very that, nice. That, but that was good. That was nice of him. I just hope you kept a, a nice cardigan sweater or something in case you wind up uh, up you in know Minnesota. What? I, you know, I dress nice, so I, I go out here and shop a lot and, you know, get a Get some, get some like you know, some sweaters and things like that, you know, to keep me warm because you know it gets a little chilly in the morning around December time. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, still, that's what's nice is when you wake up in the morning, especially when you're by the water, you still feel like it's fall outside. That's nice. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It don't feel like winter; it just fall. <laughs> Casey Hayward, uh, I appreciate you jumping on with us. Uh, thanks for uh, <laughs> thanks for tweeting at me. I, I love the defense of your teammate. I had his back the whole time, but uh, looking forward to you guys getting up here uh, this fall and, uh, and and paying off my promise that you guys are going to be uh, you guys will be good. And like I say, if any of the teammates need any help looking around LA, I you know I, I know the area pretty well. I can show you the restaurants. I can show you the the, the good uh, houses and stuff. You know, depending yeah, on your yeah, needs. Okay, I'm definitely a restaurant guy, so I might have you show me around. I might be up that way Monday, so you might see me. Oh, that sounds good. Casey Hayward, maybe we'll see Casey Hayward on the top 100 himself. In the meantime, great job defending your teammate, 26. And, uh, you know, stay healthy. Tell everybody on the team, stay healthy this year. And uh, and we'll see how far you get in uh, 2017. Oh 
I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. There he is, everybody. Casey Hayward. Nice of him to call in. Nice of him to defend. Again, I think we agree. Future Hall of Famer. That's uh, that's uh, how it stacks up. We park our cars in the same garage. Great stuff from Casey Hayward. All right. There you have it. Um, a good show. How about that? A great show even, right? Emma VP, how do you feel? Give it a give it a letter grade. I think that was strong. It's an A+. Plus. Well, Cliff Averill was great on the uh, on, on the Seahawks. Now we get an update on the Chargers, L.A., so on and so forth. Good times. And it's not even Memorial Day yet, right? You're we'll right. talk to you next. Oh, wait, see, we, I, I, I didn't get it in. I almost got it in, but you know what? Now I'm going to play it one more time there, Bart. Bart looks, okay, here we go. All right, so to Cliff Averill, to Casey Hayward, Sideline reporter Savvy, Bartlett, Emma VP, the rest of the gang. Great show. We'll be back later on with more hooey and applesauce. On behalf of me undies, it's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.